this season. The stage is set for the fight of our lives. There will be winners. There will be losers. There will be champions. For real-time action, Vegas odds, your favorite games, and the fastest payouts guaranteed, get in the game with my bookie. Hello? You play to win the game. Put your hands up. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. I said hello. Hello? hello. You play to win. I said, put your hands up. Why not? Put your hands up. Let's go to work. You gotta play like your hair's on fire. We now welcome on Rafael Esparza, the head odds maker at mybookie.ag. America's most trusted sports book. You play, you win, you get paid. Raphael, welcome to Pacific Takes, the official podcast of the Pac-12 on SB Nation. Thanks for having me. So I love talking some West Coast football. And finally, we get to talk about some really good West Coast football because maybe one of these two teams can jump over Alabama, Utah, Oregon. Come on, Ducks. <laughs> we love having you back because uh, you shit on the SEC, which we always appreciate. And, uh, and yeah, the Pac-12 After Dark is, is a better special. Oh, yeah. I, I poop on SEC, and I always get in trouble because I do a lot of interviews in Mississippi, Louisiana. I get a lot of hate tweets. But, hey, if it wasn't – I always tell people, if it wasn't for Alabama, the SEC would be maybe the Sun Belt. <laughs> we love it, the Fun Belt. Uh, we'll talk Alabama in just a second, but a big week of college football as we start to get here into crunch time. It's must-watch TV, as it is every week in college football. That's why we love it, but now more than ever. And easily the biggest game on the slate for Week 13 is the Big Ten showdown between uh, number 2 Ohio State and number 8 Penn State. That's in Columbus at the Horseshoe. Uh, That's not the only top 10 matchup that's kind of a fascinating game that you have to tune in uh, this week. In the SEC, number 4 Georgia plays host to Texas A&M with the Bulldogs looking to keep rolling and stay in the college playoff hunt. So speaking of which, uh, in either of these two big-time matchups, do you see a scenario that could maybe upset that top four? I don't see Ohio State going down because, sorry, SEC Nation with LSU, but I still have Ohio State as my number one team. I think they're the more balanced team. Great on defense, great on offense. I know LSU whooped up on Ole Miss, but Ole Miss were able to score points. Hello, remember Alabama LSU game? Both of them hit the 40 mark. I thought I was watching Big 12 football when I was watching uh, that game. So I think Ohio State is going to pull away on their defense because let's face it, Penn State at times can have trouble scoring, especially in the red zone, what Minnesota did to them uh, in the red zone. Uh, I just think Ohio State is just too tough on defense. I mean, I know the Rutgers scored 21 points last week, but let's face it, they weren't really playing. I think if we see the Ohio State team like we saw when they when, when they played Wisconsin, it could be the same type of game. I I, I see like a 30-14 to 14 type game. I think Ohio State uh, rolls uh, on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Ohio State just got such elite talent. We watched them in the Rose Bowl last year kind of have their way with a really talented Washington team. So uh, certainly uh, when Ohio State wants to turn it on, they can be damn near unstoppable. Uh, In Georgia, you know, they had a big uh, upset earlier this season against South Carolina at home. Jake Fromm played terrible. The, The Georgia fans were calling for his head. But they've since really kind of figured it out and have been one of the hotter teams in the country. They don't stumble against the Aggies, do they? 
I don't think so. I, th- I think they win by double digits, but I like the Aggies to cover this game. I mean, they've won four straight, five out of six. Their defense played really well against South Carolina. Well, South Carolina went to Athens and beat Georgia. Uh, so I think that could be a hiccup. I, what's Georgia's mindset going to come, come into this matchup after beating Auburn uh, uh, last week? I think uh, Georgia does win this game. I have them winning by 10, but I think Texas A&M, a good bet. I think wait to see if you can get that 13 half. I don't see us moving it to 14 unless for some odd reason uh, Georgia money can uh, flows in on Friday night and Saturday. But I think we can probably move it up to 13 and a half and try to get more money in on the other side. So if you like A&M, wait to see if you can get that 13 and a half. And yes, South Carolina did beat Georgia, but they also lost to Appalachian State. So, uh, hey, it'll be making fun of App State. Big game for them. They're, they're, they're minus, what, 30 point favorites against this weekend against the Texas State of Bobcats. I'm not going to make fun of App State. That's a betting favorite. Anytime that I see App State, uh, I, I want to lay some money on those guys because they just always have a, a, a way of making games exciting. Seven and three against the spread. Uh, their last ten games. Uh, I think the last three years. I think they've covered. I think over like sixty-eight percent. It's a ridiculous number. It's like a Washington State scenario last year. Yes, very. Uh, yes, yeah. Well played on that one. Yeah, Washington State was a cash cow last year. Uh, so we'll get into to Wazoo's matchup against Oregon State. There, they have bull hopes of their own. But um, so Ohio State stays on track. So does Georgia. But then. Uh, the Pac-12, as you mentioned at the top of the pod, they've got a couple of playoff hopefuls of their own. Powers, Oregon, and Utah, uh, respectively ranked 6th and 7th. They both go on the road as they try to maintain their collision course towards a Pac-12 championship game with, fingers crossed, the winner heading to the playoff. Utah and Oregon last week handled their business impressively. They looked like playoff contenders. Um Let's briefly cover kind of some scenarios for their top four hopes. If Alabama wins the Iron Bowl by maybe 10 or 15 points, a couple of scores with their backup quarterback, you'd better believe that they're still going to consider um, get strong consideration for the playoffs. So let's not count Alabama out until Alabama is out. Even though the Ducks and Utes are doing everything right, there's only so much they can do. Agree that um, Alabama is going to be given the benefit of the doubt, Raphael? They probably will get the benefit of the doubt just because they're Alabama. But again, I, th- I still think Oregon has a small trump card of playing an SEC school uh, and should have beaten Auburn. Uh, I think that's what's probably going to help them out. And, and let's say they're going to they're going to have a, t- a top ten win if they can beat Utah. If Utah stays uh, on course and they meet up in the conference champions, that'd be a top ten win for them, which Alabama only has. Um, what zero top ten wins? Uh, oh no! If they if they beat out Auburn, it'd be a top ten uh, win in the Iron Bowl. But yeah, I just I still think Oregon is probably the best shot. Good uh, uh, jumping over Alabama. I don't think Utah. I don't think the committee will have Utah jumping ship over Alabama. If Utah beats Oregon, I think they're going to give the spot to Alabama. Right. Oregon fans are also the biggest Auburn fans, and really the biggest Utah fans, at least. For the remainder of the season until the Pac-12 championship game, they need those teams to keep winning. Oh, um, correct on that one, especially uh, especially Auburn and, and Utah because they, they need that top ten uh, matchup in the conference championship. Right, and in, in, in the Big Twelve, we saw some craziness last week. Oklahoma's massive comeback against Baylor eliminates the Bears as a threat um, to claim a spot in the semifinals. But are the Sooners back in the chase with one loss? And they've got some up, upcoming opportunities against some ranked opponents. 
I don't think so because let's face it, Oklahoma has almost should have lost to Iowa State two weeks ago, and I think they're going to be punished on on so close wins. We saw what the committee did with Clemson with the close wins in their conference. Uh, I think they're going to be punished on that one. So I think that that was probably the best thing for Oregon, Utah, and Alabama was for Minnesota to lose last week and for Baylor to lose that week because I don't think either of those teams, if they went out, jump ships any of those three schools. So if you're an Oregon fan, Utah fan, Alabama fan, you're glad that Oklahoma won because I don't think the committee is going to jump uh, jump ship on them just because of how they played against some of these teams. They should have lost last week to Baylor. They should have lost last week to Iowa State. Texas, they should have lost to them as well. So I think their schedule of close games is going to hurt them down the run. So Oklahoma, probably not a threat, but the real nightmare scenario, uh, particularly for the Pac-12, is if a one-loss Georgia beats an undefeated LSU in the SEC championship game, and then LSU, with their incredible resume, are ranked ahead of a Pac-12 champ. Uh, I can certainly see that one happening. Yes, I think that's that's definitely a horrible thing to do uh, to see a Georgia beat LSU. I think that... I think the Oregon fans, the Utah fans, I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll be uh, wishing that didn't happen. But yeah, if you're uh, if you're Oregon, Utah, you don't want that scenario. You want LSU to win outright. So there you go, Oregon fans. You know exactly who you've got to root for. And as I mentioned, heading on the road this week, the Ducks are fourteen and a half point favorites at Arizona State. Now they should take care of business here, but. We've seen Herm Edwards rise to the occasion in some of these marquee games. This one's in prime time. Uh, does Oregon? Uh, you, you expect them to take care of business here, but but you know we've seen crazier things happen in Tempe. Yeah, I mean, the two years ago, uh, Arizona was favored and they lost by two points, thirty-seven to thirty-five. So we've seen some crazy things, but that's the everyone keeps on telling me that. Oh, but they, they lost last time they went to Tempe. But you know what? That was a totally different Oregon team. This this Oregon team, you know, plays defense. When was the last time you can say that uh, all season long that an Oregon team that can play some defense? Ask Arizona. Ask USC in the second half. Even ask uh, uh, Colorado for all four straight quarters. This team is, is really good team tackling, and they all cover their spots. So I think that's what's going to be the big difference. I think Arizona State might hang around and maybe get that backdoor cover, but I, I, I see the Ducks taking care of us. The Ducks know what they have to do, and that's going to be huge. And let's face it, ASU's dropped four straight, and their defense has given up over, I think, uh, over 108 points in their last three games. I think I saw that. So that's just ridiculous. That defense is horrible. Yeah, not even a Herm Edwards motivational speech might save that game for them. Hey, Utah, 22.5-point favorites heading to Tucson, taking on Arizona. I have no faith in the Wildcats this year. They're a dumpster fire. Uh, You expect Utah to roll here, even though 22.5 now, from a betting perspective, that's a lot of points. It is, but what I saw last week with Arizona – that's it, it, not too many points. I mean, six points really. I mean, that's all you can muster up against Oregon. Uh, I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, we saw you know, Utah just t- take the hearts of UCLA quickly, forty-nine to three. I mean, I, I know they gave up twenty-eight points on the road against Washington, but that's not. They still won that game. 
fantastic game. I just watched that replay game uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, I think the Utah defense on the road, they, they, they were talking about that 28 points on the road uh, for, for the past two weeks. Even after that UCLA win, I heard a couple of defensive players saying, hey, you know what, we just wanted to show that we were a better defensive team than what we showed last time we were on the field against Washington. I think Utah blows them out. Would not be shocked if we see something like uh, an ugly game like we saw maybe with, with the Beavers uh, last month, like a 52-7 type game. Utah easily wins this one. Utah putting up a 50-burger. We'd love to see it. Hey, Washington, two-score favorites, 14 points, heading to Boulder, taking on Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, Washington had higher aspirations for this season, but they're still a very good team. Uh, Colorado is not. Um, despite the elevation, Huskies probably take care of business pretty easily here. Yeah, I, I think so. I granted, Colorado got that big win last week against uh, Stanford. Or two, two weeks ago, they were coming off a bye week. But I think Washington's the play. Even though they've had trouble covering games, they've only covered two of their last five conference games. But I think uh, Washington has to be a player. Because if it's toe-to-toe offense, which Washington wants to play, there's no way Colorado can go toe-to-toe uh, on offense. Uh, ask USC when they, when you, uh, when they played USC. Uh, I think Washington has to be the player. For sure, if Washington's receivers especially can hold on to the ball, uh, that's what. Yeah, so many drop passes for the Huskies. Oh, right, frustrating for Jacob Eason, who um, has the talent to potentially be a first-round pick. We'll we'll see what happens there uh, as the draft rolls around in April and, and guys start to declare. Uh, Oregon State, the Beavs, who have been more competitive than they have been really in the last five or six years, travel to Pullman, Washington State. Is starting to get cold there on the Palouse. Uh, the Cougs are 10.5-point favorites. Uh, they're coming off a, a great win last week against a Stanford team. Uh, you know, Mike Leach uh, probably gets it done here. Uh, you know, another double-digit uh, spread here in the Pac-12. Yeah, Leach gets the job done. But give me the Beavers again. All they've been doing is covering games. The last 10 games, uh, they've covered seven in conference play. They've been just covering uh, except two games. They should have covered that game two weeks ago in Washington when they lost 19-7. They left six points on the board. Uh, you throw in that when they only lose by six. I like the Bees on this spot to cover the game, but I think Washington State takes uh, care of business. But, boy, what I love to see Oregon State get the upset to be bowl eligible. Uh, they just, I just love to watch how they play. Uh, for the coaching staff. And what a, what a way to turn things around after that. But what BD took against Oklahoma State and Hawaii and bounce back and, and start playing some really good football. It is really hard to root against the Beavs. And they've got some big-time playmakers on offense and Jamar <laughs> Jefferson and Isaiah Hodgkins. And, and uh, yeah, like you said, it's a team that's that's been to, to the bottom of the barrel, uh, especially uh, with, with a nickname like the Beavers. It's just uh, it's a lot of fun to root for those guys. And they're seven and two against the spread. Their last nine meetings at at, at Washington State. So uh, again, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna probably take the plus points. I'm gonna wait to see if this number gets higher though. The sports betters, darling. Hey, we've got a few uh, rivalry games here in the Pac-12. That's when you know the season's starting to to wind down. Cal in the big game, traveling to Stanford across the bay. This is basically a pick 'em. Stanford's a two and a half point favorite, but. Um, We've seen uh, a very uh, bipolar California team all season long, and, and I guess the same is to be said about Stanford. Uh, teams that, that uh, on paper early in the season, we, we could have seen either of these teams you know, winning in nine games, and, and that hasn't been the case. So uh, now it comes down to, to rivalry time, and, and um, 
your pick is as good as mine in this one. Maybe you take the the home team and get in the uh, two and a half. Yeah, probably. But it's funny how these three teams are right next to each other uh, in the schedule, the rotation. California. This is funny. California Stanford game totals forty. Oregon State Washington State game totals seventy six. UCLA USC total sixty five. There's other games to watch besides this Cal Stanford game because if you like offense, this is not the game you want to watch. Change the channel because this is going to be a very. I think the first team that scores seventeen points wins this game. Uh, I like Stanford, but boy. It's going to be hard, hard to find 40 points on the scoreboard in this game. Sounds thrilling, and I think that the uh, Stanford student section probably agrees with you. We'll be lucky if uh, that stadium is half full, even for a rivalry game. Yes, uh, at 4 p.m. is going to be quite empty. Uh, one that, that may have a, a few more folks, although um, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> it's the Crosstown Showdown in L.A., UCLA at USC. Now, why I love this game so much, Raphael, is it's some of the best uh, television in uh, in all, the whole sports calendar because both teams are going to be wearing the home uniforms and that USC Cardinal red against that classic powder keg blue from UCLA is just it's it's one of my favorite things uh, to watch every every fall Saturday. Yeah, it's one of the best rivalries I love to go. I've been to two of these matchups uh, in college football. Not only do you get to see good football, but boy, the ladies are really nice to look at when you're at this game. So it's always a, a, a two for a parlay cashing on that one. But yeah, I like USC in this matchup, though. I think the way they've been playing at home. And they, they remember their last home game, Oregon beat them badly. Uh, so they want to erase that. I think we might see something like how they played against uh, Arizona, run the ball first, try to get the run game going, and you know, maybe in the second half, get those tight ends and the speed and the wide receivers you have get them open if that's the case then i think uh, uh stanford wins this game and would not be shocked to cover i say there's a uh, hurry up because i would not be shocked that this one moves past 15 16 uh, uh by a kickoff just because of what uh, we're seeing right now through the window a lot of usc money coming in i think the betters realize that hey yeah i know ucla won three straight but utah waxed them last week 49 to three maybe that's the team that we're gonna see on, on saturday against this matchup it's funny you mentioned that this is a uh, a good looking girls matchup, I, and I agree. It's um, the only schools that you, that you may hit up against these guys are you know Arizona State or uh, maybe even a Texas. Uh, UC, USC hosted Texas a few years ago, and uh, the the, the coed scenario was particularly uh, good. Yeah, it's a, it's a, always a nice scenery, unless you want to go watch a University of Hawaii. Uh, a, a basketball game or a swimming game, maybe that, that, that might erase that. <laughs> Is my bookie offering wagers on uh, Hawaii swimming? Uh, no, but now that I mentioned that, I'm going to have to do some research because maybe I can uh, get a feed so I can watch a uh, Hawaii swimming. They, they, I've been to that campus. Hawaii campus is beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah, no doubts there. Hey, my bookie is the place for all of your uh, sports wagering. They've also got politics and. Entertainment wagers, uh, really anything worth wagering on, is, is available at mybookie.ag, America's most trusted sports book. You play, you win, you get paid. Hey, since we're ending on UCLA USC, do you have odds up yet about whether or not Urban Meyer is going to be the next Trojans head coach? I'm going to wait to see how this USC ends. I mean, because I think if they win this game, maybe win the bowl game, they might keep this. They might keep them. I mean, 
I don't. Uh, I, you know what? I like Urban Meyer on TV. I can't. I I can't believe I said that because you know what? I hated Alex Rodriguez as a player. I love him on TV as an analysis, and Urban Meyer strikes me the same thing. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what happens with USC because uh, what a couple months? Well, I think right after they lost to BYU, they like that. I think I thought the the papers were already signed that Urban Meyer was going to USC, but but boy, have things changed? You think? Uh, you think they'd like to have? Um Coach O back? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Coach O made a lot of mistakes last year. I mean, it's just a new offense. I think it's the offensive coordinator that's doing everything in a new offense. I'm going to see what Coach O does when uh, uh, Joe Burrow leaves. But then we'll see how Coach O really is. <laughs> uh, well, Oregon fans will be rooting for Coach O in the meantime. Hey, Raphael, thanks so much for joining us. And um, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. No nah, problem. Thanks for having me on. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Hello. You play to win the game. Put your hands up. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. I said hello. 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 You play to win. I said, put your hands up. Why not? Put your hands up. Let's go to work. You gotta play like your hair's on fire. When you start telling with me, it doesn't matter. Get out. Get tired. Get your knees bent and accelerate. Yeah. It's a physical game. So shoot your guns that way. You play to win the game. Put your hands up. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. I said hello. 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 We gotta go to practice. You play to win the game. Put your 